The Football Pod with Paddy and Andy. People like me, Paddy, from the outside looking in, like I'd have learned way more off watching the likes of Bernard Brogan than I'd have learned off Jeremy Conley and David Clifford because them boys are freak shows. Download the OTB Sports app and subscribe to the GAA podcast feed now. The OTB Podcast Network with Get Set Go. Quick start car insurance that's ready when you are. Sort your policy anytime online at getsetgo.ie. Football on Off The Ball With Paddy Power Ready for your next big move? The trip from the fridge to the couch Gamble responsibly Gamblingcare.ie Welcome back to Off The Ball on this Thursday evening It's half seven so John Giles is with us Good evening John Evening Nathan And we'll get on to Euro 2020 in a few minutes But we should look back on the Republic of Ireland over the last week Stephen Kenny got his first win against Andorra And followed it up with a creditable nil-nil draw over in Hungary. What did you make of it? Uh, well, it was an improvement, uh, Nathan. It was a win. Uh, <laughs> Andorra it didn't look very good for a while, mm. uh, but got well on top. I think uh, uh, Hogan coming on uh, made a big difference to him, uh, Nathan. He always does. Actually, I'd have him in the team. Uh, you know, between him and, and uh, they made a goal, a goal for each other. Uh, Jason Nathan. Nice. Sorry, Knight, yeah. yeah. Knight's, Knight's good as well. So I think he made a huge difference when he came on. You know, he made the goal, he scored a goal. But I'd have him in the team anyway, mm. Hogan. I'd, I'd make a big... But uh, I, I, I think it was the last sort of 20 minutes. Parrot was excellent. Uh, changed the game for them. Uh, an individual goal, which was good. We haven't seen much of that from an Irish striker to score a goal. And then the second one, and they, they, they ran out easy winners in the end. Um, so it was a win a win Nathan which 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 was okay yeah which was badly needed as well what yeah. about then the Hungary game which is maybe the one that we can read a little bit more into Hungary are going to Euro 2020 uh, a nil-nil draw but were there signs that the players are starting to understand what, what Stephen Kenny wants from them um, well they certainly played better I thought they were good against Hungary I thought that the tempo was much better uh, than it had been against uh, Andorra, so that was good. And funny enough, Parrot, who had been the star man mm. uh, in in the the Andorra match, didn't really get a kick of the ball in in the Hungary game, and and Ireland played better in that particular match. And Why it, was that? Shows, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, like the position that he's playing in uh, Parrot. I think when we're playing out from the back as much as we do. Mm. I didn't mean, then he's got to come deep to sort of link up the play and try and link up the play. And I don't think that's his game. I think he needs to be up there, you know, playing off the centre forward. Yeah. Uh, the playing out from the back uh, at times, particularly at the start of the game, was a little bit ropey. Ireland did eventually get to grips with it. Uh, is that the future for Ireland, that sort of possession-based football? Well, I think Stephen believes in it, playing mm. out from the back, and he's not the only one. A lot of people believe in it. Um, I, I wouldn't be a fan of it, uh, Nathan. I must say that's only my opinion. I think uh, I think it, it's overdone generally uh, in the game. I think it's it, it can be dangerous. Uh, you see them taking you know going out from the six yard line. I don't see it. You know I think if you've got uh, uh, you know somebody up, front, I think if you have great midfield players that connect it from back to front, it's okay in most teams. Um, but we don't have those type of players to connect back to front. And I'd good to see us play a more, uh, I don't mean a kick and rush game, but hitting, like I did plays up front, as we know, and the Shane mm. Long. 
I think from the back, we should, we should be trying to hit them more and get up behind the ball quicker and, and, and hopefully get, you know, get a knockdown and that. I don't think we have the players to play it from the back and be successful in, 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 in what needs to be done, Nathan. So if Ireland are playing that way and the goalkeeper is rolling it out to the left back and it's coming into the centre half and they're inviting the other team onto them and Hungary pressed high up the pitch, what do you want from your midfielders in that situation? Well, what happens with the great midfielders, they they connect it, they get into a position to receive it, they can turn on the ball and if it's a tight situation they can go past the player. There's an awful lot to be done from those positions as a midfield player, Nathan. You know, you have to really be top class to do that. Mm. I, I, and I don't want to be disrespectful to the lads we have. I don't think we have players in the middle field can actually do that. So I'd prefer like to... to, to I, don't, I don't mean kick and rush. I mean, if full-back's on the ball, they're well able to hit the, the target man. If it's, if, if it's right up there, hit them. And then you play off from there, and the, and the midfield players can get up behind the ball, and all the team can get up behind the ball. That's what I think, because I think overall, not just the Irish team, I think most teams, when I watch them, play too much from the back, across the back, back across again, back across again. I think it's overplayed. I think it's a copycat effect with, with, with a lot of the managers. And I think a lot of it is not necessary, and some of it can be very dangerous. Mm. Well, there were certainly times where Hungary created chances due to Ireland not clearing their lines uh, that that balance of it not being a route one game so you're saying you know get it forward a bit quicker to those attacking players what, what's the difference between that and you know a traditional long ball game which is what most people I think wanted to move away from well well, a, a big difference Nathan I mean there's a difference between a long ball or a long pass and a long ball yeah you know what I mean? If you if you have the like, so we get Seamus Coleman or or Doherty on the ball. The, these guys are good players. You know, they're good distributors of the ball. So you get the likes of Ida up front or Parrot up front. They can hit them with the ball, and then you play off them from there. I've never been an advocate of kicking the ball up the pitch and get after it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advocate that at all. But you play it into players. You know, like if you go back and I'm going back in my time a little bit, where you had the centre forward was a target man. Right, because I played with a very good team at Leeds, and I'd go back for the ball and say to Paul Rini, "Couldn't get it. I mean, it's marked up, but couldn't get it." So the next thing he'd do is hit hit Mick Jones with the ball, and Mick was up, up Mick's job then to hold it up, and then there was like a Bremner and myself to get up behind the ball. That's when you couldn't get it to feet and control it from there, from the back. That's what you did. There was an option. In other words, if Paul Rina could give it to me and Bremner, he'd give it to us. But if we were well marked and too well marked, then he'd knock it past us up to the target man, and then he brings us into the game. Mm. And that's the way I think we could do that. I, I, I don't think we've. I, I, I don't believe it's right. I think it's wrong for the, all the teams that play out for the back as much as they do, Nathan, to be quite honest. I don't think it's necessary, and I think sometimes it's too risky. Do some of those teams, the the very best, the Manchester City or Liverpool, do they not have in a Ruben Diaz or John Stones, a Virgil van Dijk, do they not have the quality of defender who actually is comfortable on the ball to be able to play it out from the back? Um, well, some of them, Liverpool actually don't play out from the back as much as most of the players because mm. they've got really good forwards in Salah and Firmino and, and the players that they have, Nathan. And, and they make an awful lot of attacking positions from the full-backs. 
You know, Alexander gets into it. Robertson gets into it. You know, they don't play, if you look at Liverpool, they don't play across the back very much at all, Nathan. You know? Yeah. And, they, and, they do and it they, further they, up the pitch. Oh, they, yeah, well, of course, because it's, it's, it's a different game altogether, you know, because they get out from the back and they're, and they're on their way. They don't take many chances. Uh, and, and, and that's when, when they were, like last season, when they were partic- playing particularly well. You know, I, 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 I just think overall it becomes part of the game. I know it's, it has a lot of copycat effect in football, and uh, I think it's overdone. Passing across the side, back forward, or back again. I think the, the, the midfield players, like when I was young for that Manchester United, Jimmy Murphy, who was a great coach, always said, to, not just to me, but the midfield players, get turned around as much as you can. Get turned around on the ball. And it's one of the hardest things in, in football as a midfield player to get turned around on the ball, Nathan. But that's what you have to do. But so what's happening now is. When you say get turned around, you're talking about go from facing your own goal to facing the opposition exactly. goal. Yeah. Exactly. Because what's happening now, you see it, well, everybody sees it. It comes to a midfield player, and the, the, a lot of the time, most of the time, the, the first thing you do is play it square to play it back again. So now you're starting from scratch, mm. and it's going across the back, it's going, and, and it's, it's to no effect. That's, the, that's, the, that's what I find with it. And I, I think a lot of it playing out from the back, from the six-yard line, is wrong. That's my take on it. And there's no need for us to do it. So and we don't have the midfield players to do what's needed to be done in the way that it should be done. So therefore, you cut them out a bit and hit the, hit the target man, like whether it be Parrot and, and Ida up front, and let them bring people into the game. Because now the midfield players are getting up behind the ball. I'm not playing with the two wingers. I would definitely have Horgan in the team. And McLean, so you're playing wide. So anybody, the midfield players that have it, they have somebody to give it to, Nathan. Mm. You know, they don't have to be creative. Get on the ball, give it to the wingers, and let them get on with it from there. But I definitely wouldn't be playing, uh, like most teams, play out for the back as much as, as much as we see it done. So, so you think looking at Ireland and looking at Cullen and Howard in the midfield, that maybe they just don't have that ability to turn in their locker? It's not a case that they are playing it a bit too safe at the moment. Maybe there's a lack of confidence and they need to start taking a few more risks with their play? I don't think they can do it, Nathan. I don't think they're capable of doing what needs to be done in the way that some teams are playing out from the back, mm. to be honest. And I know there's, there's a few players missing uh, in, in this particular trip. I mean, Arthur, Arthur could be there. Brady, I'd probably have Arthur, a fit Arthur in the middle of the field with Brady, with Horgan White on one side, and, and maybe O'Dowd there and uh, McLean on the other side. So when the midfield players get it, they should have somebody to give it to, like Boyd. They don't have to be t- particularly creative. And well, they, 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 well, the lads that played in, in these particular matches, I don't think are capable of doing it, Nathan. Uh, we'll take a quick break, John. We do want to look ahead to Euro 2020 as well, which okay. gets underway tomorrow night. Uh, we've just chatting about Ireland, but uh, quick break. Get your text in. John is live with us tonight, so you can get your text in at 53106. Football on Off the Ball with Paddy Power. Ready for your next big move? The trip from the fridge to the couch. Gamble responsibly. Gamblingcare.ie. You're welcome back. John Giles is still with us here on Thursdays Off the Ball. Euro 2020 gets underway tomorrow night. Uh, around major tournaments, John, do you miss not being on the telly? Do you miss not being part of the panel? <laughs> I, I don't think so, uh, Nathan. I think it's it's five years since I was on it. Yeah, you're <laughs> no, done. Uh, yeah, well, I, I enjoyed my time on it, uh, Nathan, you know. But, it, but it's a good while. I mean, I had a 30-year 
go with it. You know, that's a, that's a long time. And I, I did really enjoy it, but uh, I don't miss it. Yeah, I don't miss it. I mean, Eamon's gone. Lehman's not on very much. Poor Bill is gone. So it, it's a uh, it's a different time and 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 a, and a different panel, yeah. uh, Nathan. Uh, you're certainly missed. I can tell you that uh, by the messages that we get in. It's a it's a different experience uh, now. I, I I presume you're still as excited though to sit down over the next three four weeks and watch three matches a day. Yeah, it should be good, uh, Nathan. You know, it's, the, the the major championships are always good. Plenty of interest in it. Um, always, obviously, better when we're in it. Um, but that that uh, it's it's not going. It hasn't happened anyway, no. Nathan. Nathan, can I just just go back to the Irish team? Last yeah, yeah. Last, just, a, just a quick thing. Defensively, we're very, very good. We've got a lot of lot of lot of good players playing at the back. You know, we we got. Uh, uh, Doherty and, and uh, Coleman, uh, O'Shea, uh, McLean, a lot of really a lot of good players. Yeah. I, I said, I've got them here. I've got them here. Yeah, Duffy First Egan. of all, I'll have to mention the goalkeepers. Yeah. What what is what a strong position? I've never hmm. known Ireland to be in such a strong position. Uh, Nathan Randolph, Bazunu is that the last yeah, name? Gavin Bazunu, yeah. And Kelleher, absolutely brilliant. And then, 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 then the back one of, of Doherty, Coleman, Egan, Clark, Stevens, uh, you know, Duffy, really, 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 really good, strong players across the, the, the back five, particularly. So we're really, really good from there, which is very encouraging to have uh, for the future. Really, really good players, you know? Yeah, it's a good, solid base for them to, to build off over, over the next few years anyways. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. We won't concede with that, with that back five, you know, mm. the goalkeepers that we have and the back five. We won't concede very much, Nathan. That's for sure. It's a good, strong uh, uh, back, back line. Really good. All our uh, football and off the balls with Paddy Power Save Our Game. They're donating €10,000 to Irish football for every goal England score at the Euros. For information on responsible gambling, visit gamblingcare.ie. Uh, John, looking at England ahead of the start so, of the sorry, tournament. Sorry, Nathan, just yeah. one more thing. I just had my yeah. list there and I didn't mean it. You know, with, with, we've got with the back four, with the goalkeepers I mentioned, Doherty, Tierney, Egan, yeah. Stevens, uh, you know, Coleman, Clark, Duffy. Like, we've got really good slice. So I'll finish there, Aim. So, so, sorry, Nathan. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's okay. no bother at all. Uh, and look, we'll come back to Ireland a lot more, I'm sure, over the course of the summer. It is such yeah. a shame that we're not talking about them in terms of Euro 2020. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was just going to ask, because I know that you much prefer, uh, and you will much prefer next Thursday when you're able to look back on a week of games and analyse what has happened rather than previewing the tournament. I'm just wondering from uh, the English point of view, a year ago, Gareth Southgate, when the tournament was meant to be taking place, probably knew his starting eleven. He would have had Rashford and Sterling either side of Harry Kane and would have had that cemented in his head before the tournament what his team was going to be now 12 months on he arguably has a more talented squad with the emergence of Phil Foden and Jack Grealish and Jude Bellingham mm. which is a better scenario to have a team that you know you're starting 11 or a team actually where you have a lot up in the air because you just have so many quality options well first of all you can't have any good options Nathan uh, and they've played a lot of matches I think he should know what his best team is right I think you should know because I mean these lads have come in at least a year. A year. How long has he been in the job? Five years, Nathan. Uh, yeah, yeah. About Since that, after you know, twenty sixteen. So, so look, for, for the first two years, particularly, you know your best team. Mm. 
obviously you have to know your best team because you play that many matches. And then, then obviously those players come into it. But the basic thing is right. I mean, what, what I read in the paper today, I think you read it as well. Are they going to play three at the back and two at the, you know, this type of carry on. Like, if he doesn't know that by now, when is he going to know it? It's a wing and a prayer then, uh, Nathan, to be quite honest. I mean, that, that, there hasn't been that many changes of the players. And it's, it's a fairly gradual change anyway from what you want mm. and players to come in. I know they've had a couple of injuries. But they've had an awful lot of matches, you know, and, and, and I think in recent times, I mean, he was picking players that weren't going to be... I know he, he try, had to try and rest them, but I think it's more important to play them. Uh, and, and, and certainly most of the players that you want to play in recent matches... I mean, he, he was playing uh, uh, Lingard, I think, and he wasn't going to be in the squad, and a few other players, Nathan. I mean, they were practice matches mm. for what your preparation for going into the particular tournament... And, of course, he, and it, with the players that he had, he didn't have to play them all uh, in, in, in the matches that were there. But there was a few players that were playing that weren't going to be picked for the tournament. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Yeah, it was. If he's going in now, you, you were saying that he's going, he's going to try this, and, the, and this is going to be in the first competitive match. Like, you should know your players as manager who've been there for five years, inside out, mm. inside out, to know your best team and have tried your best team before you go into the tournament. I don't know if uh, international football is where all the great managers are right now, but when you look at Southgate and the players that are available for England and going through some of the ones we've just named, is he the right man? Do you think he's, he's the quality of manager that this English team needs heading into a major tournament? Well, I must be honest, I'm not a great fan of his, uh, I think he's a good lad, and I think his PR part of it is excellent. Mm. But I... I, 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 I I mean, from what I've seen him in the past, even in the what was the last World Cup, he had a good a good World Cup in terms of, of of results, which is the main thing. But I think he got you know looking at the the first teams that he played in those uh, it, that he played, like he, he, nobody in midfield in it. But he was very. I thought he was lucky in the last tournament in that he played teams early on that were poor, Nathan. You know. Yeah, they found themselves they on, the, the on the right side of the draw. Was the it Honduras they played in the first match? Yeah. They, so. you know, they, they, they played rubbish in the first... And, 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 and where they were lucky as well... Oh, sorry, Pan- they, Panama, they played, uh, Panama they played in Tunisia yeah, in their opening yeah, two games. Yeah. So, they, you know, I, I think... And, and then what happened was some of the big teams uh, didn't play well. I think Spain were knocked out and, and Italy were knocked out. A, a few big teams anyway that they would have played in the qualifiers, after he qualified mm. from the first round, were out of it. And the first team, I think the first team, that the really good team that they played, who, who did they play on Saturday? Croatia. Croatia. Croatia beat them. Mm. They were the first team. But anyway, I mean, he came home a hero because he got the semi-final, which is fair enough. But I, 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 I didn't think they played uh, uh, that well. And that's whatever it was four years ago. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see where... An England team that I could say that is definitely the team, and that is the best players. I just don't see it at the moment. So uh, he's talking about in the paper see today whether to play three at the back or four at the back, and if you don't know that by now, Nathan, I don't know when you're going to know it because the competition starts this week. Yeah, uh, well, it's going to. Be fascinating. a lot of good players there, Nathan. By the way, mm. England have got a, a lot of good young players, right? Now, the, 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 as you know, the, 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 they're bummed up an awful lot. Uh, uh, with the papers, you know, some papers have them favourites. 
and I don't know how they get to that uh, uh, particular particular opinion. But anyway, they, they do have got some young young players. But I, if you ask me t- today, what will the England team going to be at the weekend? I couldn't tell you, Nathan. Yeah. It'll be a, a really interesting game against Croatia. Two o'clock on Sunday, that one. Uh, John, we're tight on time tonight, but we'll have any amount of games to look back on. Uh, we'll give it plenty of time next Thursday evening when we're through the first week of the tournament. No problem, Nathan. Great stuff as always from John Giles there. Uh, if you want to hear it back, just subscribe to our football pods. You can get John Giles each and every Thursday night. And as I say, we'll have a lot more time with John next Thursday to look back on the first week of Euro 2020. Football on Off The Ball With Paddy Power Ready for your next big move? The trip from the fridge to the couch Gamble responsibly Gamblingcare.ie The OTB Podcast Network with Get Set Go Quick start car insurance that's ready when you are Sort your policy anytime online at getsetgo.ie